another dollar. Easy breezy. Beautiful. I can smell it. Smell that green. We're doing really good. Good morning, everybody. Good morning. The podcast is doing really good. I just I just want that to be like the first thing that was said. That that said. We have And the only reason that's happening is because of you people, so thank you. Yeah. I mean, our last episode was a hit. You guys seem to have liked nature and technology and cute animals. And yeah, we, we, couldn't, we couldn't be more grateful for the interactions that you guys are giving us. Uh, we are at 105 Spotify listeners. Um, it, this, is, this is great. Um, guys, make sure you check out the YouTube. Make sure you check out the merch. You know, it, 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 this is going to be great. It's going to be great. It's, it's actually being updated. It's actually kind of fun because like I, I shot podcast yesterday, shooting one now, off tomorrow for my birthday, and then you know we're and then we're back Sunday for for another one. So lots for of things, lots, lots of things going on, man. Yep, lots of things going on. I'm I'm having a good time, uh, but today it's episode thirty four. Uh, we're doing Nintendo. Uh, before we, Nintendo, you know. Nintendo. Uh, so yeah, uh, I do have some news here. Uh, open Open AI Sam Altman urges AI regulation in Senate hearing. Uh, the tone of congressional hearings featuring tech industry executives in recent years can be best described as antagonistic. You know, we have Mark Zuckerberg, Jeff Bezos, and other tech luminaries have all been dressed down on Capitol Hill by lawmakers upset. You know, with their companies. Uh, but on Tuesday, Sean mm. Altman, the chief executive of San Francisco startup OpenAI, he testified before the, the Senate subcommittee and they they largely agreed and largely agreed with them on the need to regulate the increasing powerful AI technology being created inside his company and others like Google and Microsoft. Uh, in the first testimony before Congress, uh, Altman implored lawmakers to regulate artificial intelligence as members of the committee displayed a budding understanding of the technology. Uh, the hearing underscored the deep unease felt by technologists and government over AI's potential harms, but that unease did not extend to Mr. Altman, who had a friendly audience in the members of the subcommittee. Uh, sounds like they had a really good conversation about the rights and wrongs of the power of AI, and I think that's important to talk about. Mm-hmm. Uh, Altman's a 38... It constantly needs to be talked about. Yeah, so Altman, a 38-year-old Stanford University dropout and tech entrepreneur, was his christening as the leading figure in AI. The boyish look of Mr. Altman traded in his usual pullover sweater and jeans for a blue suit and tie for the three-hour hearing. Uh, he also talked about his company's technology at a dinner with dozens of House members on Monday night and met privately with a number of senators before the hearing. According to people who attended the dinner and the meetings, he offered a loose framework to manage what happens next with the fast-developing systems that some believe could fundamentally change the economy. I think if this technology goes wrong, it can go quite wrong, and we want to be vocal about that, Altman said. We want to work with the government to prevent that from happening. And just another major advance in artificial intelligence right now. It's not going away, is it? It just won't go away. It probably won't. And, you know, <clears throat> I don't think it is either. You know, I'm not mad at, at this it. point. I, I mean, regulation does need to happen because there is, I mean, pe we're going to get to a point where, I mean, the music thing, 
I'm really, I've been really thinking about this. I, I, there was a band that just got caught this week lip syncing, and they were using uh -oh. an AI technology, like where they were using backtrackings and, and lip syncing and lip syncing. They were caught. They were using an AI technology to help them sound as if they were live, but it was evident that you know the drummer and the guitar players were not in sync and all that stuff. So, <laughs> yeah. That Sounds happened. like a Millie Vanilli situation. Yeah, yeah. It happened back in the 80s. Yeah, I remember that. And and so it kind of happened again. And But then it comes to a point, like, why are like why are you using AI to cheat? You know what I mean? Like, there's so many different outlets for AI. Even me and you, we use AI for so many different things. Like, I had a conversation uh, with Frenchie the other day. She was asking me about, like, ChatGPT and how it works and stuff like that. And we got into the conversations that I use it more on a on a production standpoint to help me revise right. revise my edits and things like that. And she brought up she brought up the conversation that we've spoken about about college students using it to write whole essays and all all these things. There was even uh, an apology from a basketball player. Um, really? Oh God this sign okay here we go so the j j j moran a basketball player was caught doing bad things and he issued an apology Ooh, bad it's bad but he, he put the the apology oh man like the the apology was so basic and that oh, did someone, he use the chat GPT to write an apology? He used the chat GPT <laughs> and they found out because someone used it like a basic format and the exact word for word came out. God. Can I tell you how I use chat GPT? Yes. I, let's, I write, let's tell the folks how we use it. I'll write down a whole paragraph of, let's say, an episode of Tam, right? Describe what the episode is. I and you know, I am I confident in my writing? Yes, I am. But there's always more room to make it sound more professional, to make it sound more better. And fine tune. Fine tune it. So I, I use it to fine tune. You know, I write down an actual original description that I write myself. And I ask the GPT. What is You have the sculpture, you're just asking for it to trim a little you know, show yeah, a little more definition. Trim the fat. What should I take yeah, out? What yeah, What should the... I... Uh, I usually ask, it. are there things that I should take out of this? What's important? What's not? And, you know, a lot of people don't have access or money to go to an editor or have the time to go to a teacher. So I feel like, like a chat, like chat GPT is a great tool for these things, um, but not for issuing apologies half-assed. <laughs> you know ai is here to help you yeah and today not not cover your ass yeah um today it's we're to help you not cover your ass today we are doing nintendo talk to me about your earliest history, man talk to oh, me about earliest well did you know that nintendo started off as a trading card company uh, what was that called? Kira? Kira? Like playing cards. So, uh, what was the actual playing card it actually started off with? 
So if y'all don't know, uh, this company actually started way back in the 1800s. Yep. Like, what, 1883, something like that? Yep. <clears throat> and then it went through a whole different, it was a whole different setup back then. You know, it was uh, farming agriculture and they were, God, what, what were they into at first? I was reading it and then I closed out of it. It's some interesting stuff that the man got it into the video game era was in the 70s when it uh and then co-op with this other company to start um uh, what did i say it was was john the magnavox odyssey magnavox. Yeah. yeah which i didn't know existed i had to look that up before we got on here that's that's some interesting stuff i did not know i always thought atari or a commodore was the first video game systems i never knew that there was one before that and as early as 1971 when Nintendo oh. started investing. Oh, I'm actually seeing here. So the actual date that the company was founded was September 23rd, 1889. 89, okay. 89 in Kyoto. That's crazy. Yeah, it started as a trading card company called Nintendo Kapai. Kapai. Um, yeah, but it, it, it moved after... Uh, they pro they produce handmade. It, it went into cards. food products at some point. They did. I saw that. I saw the cereal yeah. thing that you showed me too. And, and it also says here that in the sixties they ventured into various business sectors, including love hotels, taxi services, and like you said, oh, I missed that part. Yeah, and me too. I didn't know that. And even like you said, a food <laughs> company. However, it was in the nineteen seventies when yep. Nintendo made its foray into the electronic gaming industry, as you were just saying. They released the first arcade game, Computer Othello, in 1978, which marked their initial steps towards becoming a gaming powerhouse. Now, and then you know the rest. 1983, they came out with the NES. Games like Super Mario and Legend of Zelda came out. And then they started coming out with the Game Boy, the Advance, the Nintendo DS, the Nintendo 3DS, uh, the Wii, the Wii U, the Switch, the Switch OLED, and... There's so, there's so much more to come. Uh, shall we waste any more time? keep up with them. Go ahead. Uh, you were going to ask me, though, what was like my first memory of Oh, yeah. What's your, what's your earliest what Nintendo me me memory? <clears throat> Christmas morning, I wake up. I don't even think I knew about Nintendos yet. Or maybe I did, but not enough to like want one. But I got one for Christmas one year. I want to say it was like eight or ten and it was mario you get mario and you get duck hunting with it mm -hmm. and i'm pretty sure i got i got hooked pretty quick with it like the games back then <clears throat> i want to say they were like how much they are now 50 or 60 bucks but back then that was a lot more than what it is now so your games had to last a little bit long games were different back then too you know Oh yeah. You you bought the game and you played it. You didn't have any extra DLC or nothing like that. You just, just played your game and you beat it. But the, the difficulty too. I just remember hating so many games, but I'm still playing them like a heroin addict, you know. Yeah. I remember uh playing Super Mario Two, having at least ninety nine lives in my arsenal and spilling spending them all right down to where I couldn't beat Fort. And I was so mad. That's interesting. You're like telling my... me I had a hundred guys and I still couldn't beat him. 
Yeah, my my earliest um, Nintendo experience was with the Game Boy. That was like my first Nintendo Ooh. product I ever had. And I remember first getting one and opening that box and just thinking like, what is this? Like, this is magnificent. <laughs> And and it kind of like paved was the, the way. Was it the colored one like, or was it the green one? It was the original. It was the original uh, gray one. Okay. I, I nice. was a, I was happier than a than, than a flying in poop. You know what I mean? Like. <laughs> uh, and you'll see that too. And then let's go on to it. So the first one we have here is actually oh my first my my first one. Um, I did two of these in the same in like the same kind of theme. I wanted to. So actually, the the prompt that I put here is leaked video game footage of a Nintendo Battle Royale game. Ooh. And look, Battle Royale is all, is 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 big right now. You got your Fortnites, your War Zones, your PUBGs, and things like that. I want a Nintendo Battle Royale. I think I think it would is work. Smash Brothers, kind of their version of that. Yeah, I mean they didn't have that many characters, well, but you, that's kind of well, what that idea was. Yeah, you know, and, and you have they have the battle, but you know, I would love to play as like Princess Toadstool or Waluigi in like a Fortnite style battle royal env environment. You know, I bet you they've already thought of this. They're, I bet they you they have. It should be. That's a market they they're waiting to capitalize on, right? Yeah, you there. see a lot of cat characters awesome. in here too. Yeah, a lot of which you can actually tell what they're from. I actually I they see some guy in there. It kind of looks like Bison from Street Fighter to me. I see him too. You see him? Okay. Yeah. I'm not crazy. Uh, I then. see him. <laughs> that was one of the first <laughs> ones I saw. Let's check out the next one. Bison is. Legend of so Zelda. Wanna... <laughs> the Legend of Zelda is hot right now, so let's talk about it. Go. Yeah, and it's yeah. I watched your guys's last show, DD two fourteen, and it got me into thinking this. I didn't want to do too much of Zelda because I was thinking that's more of you and Frenchie's territory. I didn't want to step on it, but I wanted to do one, so I did one of Link. No, no. There's a free for all, Strawbridge. It's <laughs> a free for all. I did I did the Legend of Zelda one too. I know I put in I was trying to do like a sci-fi. Where's my Do you have my command right there what I threw in? I um, the classic Nintendo. I, I got Oh, here now. I go. Never mind. I found it. I found it. Are you sure cuz I got Maybe it too? I lied. Go ahead and tell him. Oh, I don't have the full description. Hang on. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's what I was trying it's to say. It says um the classic Nintendo game brought to the, like brought to a sci-fi. Yep. Let's see, I'm on your. Yeah, I'm it says, too. The classic Nintendo game brought screen. to the sci-fi realm. The Legend of Zelda reimagined as a space opera fantasy western. The hero Link has armor, a golden sword, and That's the legendary silver arrows. Watch as he fights Ganon. beautiful it got most of it i would love to have seen the silver arrow in there but it that was one of my, i only did like one or two pictures and that came out pretty good for the the photo itself doesn't even doesn't even look far off from what a legend of zelda oh it doesn't stray caricature would be you know what i mean like it it looks correct mm-hmm 
I dig it. I like how it turned out. So this is a continuation of my Battle Royale Nintendo game. This is what would the map look like if a Battle Royale game was made by Nintendo. And I think that this shows everything that you would need in a Battle Royale game. You got your hot drops, you got your waterways, you got your temples, you got your mountains, you got your snow. And you have like really cool like area little battle areas that would really work for a Nintendo Battle Royale. I see you gazing. I I'm look Wow. You know, maybe you have Yoshi's Island over there, the 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 castle of Hyrule, you know what I mean? Like points of how far are people off how far off are like say two 10 year old kids like you me and you like 10 year old versions of us meeting up and actually creating a game out of ai uh using mid-journey for their you know stuff like this we're not far off you creating their own music no i could see some kids well you know nintendo will shut us down immediately so Mm -hmm. We may even get shut down for this episode. They may, they might strike us for this. <laughs> but I love this. I, it has everything that you would want in the battle royale map if made by Nintendo. I think, it, I think it came out really, really perfect. I'm, I'm, mm -hmm. I'm happy with it. It's like an oil painting right there. I want that blown, blown up and put on a wall. I do too, actually. And the that the background for a while. You gotta talk to I me was about really this going one. for, I was really going for classic games because that's basic. I'm not too familiar with all the new ones. You guys are helping me out with that with your DD214 show. Mm -hmm. But this is a, a blast from the past from the first Nintendo system. This game was called uh, Little Nemo: The Dream Master, and you're basically this kid that went around in his nightmares and beat up monsters with his bat. And Nice. I'm not. I'm not familiar with <laughs> this the premise. Game. I'm not familiar. You'll with have to this look game, it up on YouTube. It does, it does look. I mean, the the artwork itself. It's really. It's very in, enticing. This is what you would see on the cartridge, like the you know the graphic. They always have like a picture on the graphic or on the cartridge itself. This is what you would see in the cartridge. It has nothing to do with the game, but it, you know how they blew everything up back then. I just dug that game a lot and i wanted to see like a version of it this was actually kind of silly i thought it was silly how much that i liked it and wanted to put it on here if you ever watch the youtube videos on that game you'll be like okay this really does have nothing to do with it but back then they used to make their cartridge stickers have nothing to do with the actual game a lot of the times interesting you ready for the next and one Atari did that too. Atari had a better artist, I think. I think they had someone like Frank Frazetta uh, do their cartridge covers. It was oh, more great... like fantasy he, looking. He, 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 yep. always, he always comes up uh, on our show, Frank Frazetta. We love him. Frankie, what's your next one? Ah, my Legend of Zelda. So, I, I think this one came out really good because we've always... I mean, growing up, I've always thought of Link to be androgynous. 
You know, uh, we I've never really known if he was a boy or a girl, and I think uh, keeping that in my mind made me enjoy the game more because you don't. You, I didn't. I never really knew. Even I, I. To be honest with you, I even to this day still still question who Link really is. You know, not because of who Link is and who Zelda. Yeah, well, we know Zelda. Well, a princess is a princess, you know. And but when when I'm when I think of Link, you know, growing up, I always ask like, is Link a boy or a girl? And I never had an issue with it. I'd be happy either or. And I think that this render mm -hmm. totally shows that. You know, and when but, I was playing the first Zelda game, I thought Zelda was the main character. I, I we all did. Even people to this day still think that mm -hmm. Zelda is the main character, and I I came up mm -hmm. I came up with some really good renders for this um, for this one, but I think the look of this particular photo and how Link looks is exactly how I mm -hmm. would have pictured Link growing up. Uh, but the prompts I did use was Link from the Legend of Zelda wearing a special forces uniform with a Hyrule patch. Okay. Uh, it's got you got the accents of the Hyrule, you know what I mean, and you got the looks like he's got the sword behind um, or her. You never know, and the I get, shield. I get a feel of Mecca. What do you mean Mecca? I get a feel of like Mecca, like uh, a little more tanked up version of him or her. Like their armors, yeah. like that shield, pretty thick. So I'm thinking they've got more of a. Uh, um, people that make swords and stuff. Uh, blacksmith, a blacksmith, yeah. A, yeah. They're more of an industrious, this is more of an industrious version. Yeah. I, I also would, oh. even, I would even throw in there that it would be really cool, you know, we, Link could be anybody, right? You, you portray Link mm -hmm. the way that you portray Link. I, I've always probably portrayed Link to be, to be a woman, to be honest with you. I've always, pictured that and maybe there is some kind of beautiful love that's happening between this female link and zelda and i that's the story that's oh that i've actually always thought about i think it'll i think a lot of people would probably feel the same and thinking that growing up with with link mm -hmm. and i never questioned it either idea. yeah i never questioned it either next one if they ever switched the the dynamic around where in the game you're Zelda and you have to go actually rescue Link. Like he's, he's they, they've, they've, he's they've actually him. talked about that. We'll, we'll talk about that after Done the that? air. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, I have cool, sort of cool about that. But we have this one now. Talk to me about this one. Yep. Uh, another game that kind of went along with that little Nemo. I was into this like uh, weird, nerdy, scary video game phase at one point. And this game was. Um, Maniac Mansion. Maniac Mansion, nice. And I, Maniac Mansion, and that's another one you can go on YouTube and watch, and it's kind of cool. But you could be like, uh, I want to say five or six different characters. You're pretty classic setup in most games like that. You have a nerd, a jock, uh, you have a surfer dude or stoner kind of dude, uh, you know, the usual dynamics. And you go throughout this house, and you're trying to escape it um, from this alien kind of family, these yeah. plaid. 
And I wanted to see like a, a, a Netflix version of that. But what it was given me in, in Mid Journey was more of a kind of a Nickelodeon kind of uh, animated series. And I was like, ooh, I never thought of that. So that would be yeah. cool. So that's kind of what happened here was uh, my prompt thingy. I have it right here. No, I don't. Oh. Forget it. Yeah, I was pretty sure I was going for a Netflix deal. Yeah, go for it. Oh, maybe I have it. I I, I got you, man. Uh, the Nintendo Game Maniac Mansion as a okay. Hulu series for streamers who love mystery stories. The characters are a surfer, Hulu a punk rock girl, and a hipster and a heavy metal kid. The Creepy Mansion is home to strange alien-like beings who want to find their heroes. Yeah. You ready for the next? I don't know how that turned out. Ah. <clears throat> I mean, this prompt is as simple as Apple Oh, wow. Pie, okay? Oh. This prompt I put, the return of the Game Boy. Okay? New Game Boy design. I wanted to stick with the original design, but with RGB lights on Dig the side it. of the Game Boy. I wanted to have, like, a, a nice little modern feel to the Game Boy. RGB is big. Why don't we throw some RGB lights onto a handheld device? You Illuminated. Know? There is... There, the, yep. game, the Game Boy, to me, is the best handheld system in the world. It's, it was easy to carry. It was easy to use. It was easy to package. It... And then when the then the pocket and the colors came out, you could put the Game Boy in your damn pocket. You could put it in mm -hmm. your pocket. Who would have who would have <laughs> ever thought? Who would have ever thought that you could put a console, a, a little itty bitty console, and put it in your pocket, carry it with you, get it taken from you at school? Don't do your chair chores. Yeah. It's your it's your mother's now. Yeah. You know. But I love how this came out. The photorealism just came out absolutely perfect, and I couldn't be more grateful for good old MJ doing the right thing here and showing showing off a beautiful, simple, yet modern and futuristic design to the Game Boy. Touched it up. I like it. And normally I probably wouldn't buy something kind of pinkish, but I like that. Yeah. Almost it, like a... Like a synth wave a color to effect. it. Mm, yeah. yeah. Synth wave. And the next. Got all these extra options on the side, too. I've seen those buttons and stuff. Yep. Okay. So I. In the 80s, of course. Back of course. in the 80s. Uh, I wanted to see like if uh, MJ could do a version of uh, Double Dragon. And have like the classic guys who are kind of fit that stereotype back then. I thought of Dolph Lundgren and uh, Jean-Claude Jean Damme. Jean-Claude! I actually, sit in between trucks and do the splits. Those actually came... It's actually interesting too that, that you chose Dolph Lundgren because he just came out with a post that he's fighting cancer again. So, I mean, this would be a nice little tribute for him. It'd be nice oh, to man. see to see this but, I, I didn't know he had it before yeah i would love personally i would love to see a double dragon movie and i think john claude van damme and dolph Lundgren would that. be the perfect people to i know that's kind of heartbreaking right you know but he's still standing strong i mean look at the, the guy is a towering 
you know, tree. He, the dude, the dude's a damn tree. Okay. <clears throat> yeah, I really want to see a version of this. It would be an awesome thing to see a remastered version of GoldenEye, which was originally on 64. Yep, that's 64. All right. That's another system I really like, but I never yeah, had. They, well, it they had came... Empire of the, uh, something of the Empire. Yeah, they came out with the port for Xbox and the Switch. the The port's out right now. You could play it, but it's just the original game. It's not like a remake really? or a remaster. There's nothing okay. different about it. Yeah, it's the game. Not that it's not special. Gotcha. It's still special, hmm. you know. Oh, I mean, it's still right. <laughs> Yeah, I think it's time we have a new one now, you know? Bring that back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, some of the special prompts that I put in there that I can remember for sure is uh, I could I could picture it being a, a series, but done in rotoscope. Kind of like the movie uh, Waking Life. Like an animation, but still like moving in a uh, humanistic way. I don't know how to describe it. Just rotoscope. Yeah, okay. I'd love to see a game like that. Oh, sweet. Yeah, and then now this is my last one. Okay. Oh, well. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'll play this. So I I, 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 actually, I actually got a couple of... I had a couple of them that came out, but this one I came out the best. The sequel for this one will come out someday, and you'll get to yeah, see what the other one of this, but this one I wanted Super Mario as a soldier fighting the Koopas. <laughs> HD cinematic still shot. So I wanted like a war between the Koopas and Super Mario. And it's funny because the other render that came in actually had him wearing Koopa armor. You know, it had, really? it had yeah, like the, the other the other rendition I had actually had him wearing like armor, like Koopa skin armor. It actually looked really dope, but I wanted to Make show. Make sure you throw that on Linktree. Yeah, I'll, I'll put that one on the on the on the gram, and but this is the one mm -hmm. I want to show off with Super Mario with a basic style of you know uniform, a basic uniform, and he's got the Toads behind them fighting beside him. If you know, the Toads are the most badass dudes over in the Mushroom Kingdom. Just saying. Crazy man, don't mess with him. And now submissions. We got two beautiful energy. We got two beautiful submissions here from the great, the one, the only Frenchie. Frenchie. I mean, this one is self-explanatory. You know what this is, right, Strobridge? Yep. It's Paperboy. It's Paperboy. It's Paperboy. Uh, Paperboy was one of my favorite games on the. I played it for the first time on the Game Boy. Uh, I remember sitting. Yeah, in, in the arcade. Yeah, they had it in the arcade too. You can actually get out the One Up arcade as well. Uh, it's part. I think it's part. Of, I forgot which arcade machine it's part of right now. Uh, but I would love to see like a Paperboy, a modern Paperboy game. It, it would. It would really work a Paperboy game. It would be fun. You don't need a story. You just need some good graphics and... Like a Grand Theft Auto version? The, the Grand Theft Auto version. That'd be funny as hell. 
put that in your 5M servers. Uh, to take people's bikes. <laughs> but that'd be really cool. I'd, uh, <laughs> I, you know, I would love. I, you know, the picture looks really good. I, I like his. He's got the backpack. He's got the paperboy colors. This works. This works. And last, Frenchie's always got interesting ideas. She does. She's always got some angle that I didn't think. I'm like, man, that's a good one, paperboy. I'm like, hmm. Yeah, well, that's why I that's married her. Classic. She got a good brain. That's right. No, and that's why I especially love this last one right here that we have, the the High Rule Castle. Okay, we we. I, I'm speechless looking at this one because the High Rule Castle is one of the most important pieces of the lore of the Legend of Zelda. Um, ah man. This one came out. This one came out really, really beautiful. I mean, it just shows like how it is. Hyrule Castle is on like the top of like a mountain type uh, area. Uh, beautiful, beautiful Classic. ground, tall castles. You got the mountains in the back. It is beautiful. This is something I would have seen on an old Nintendo Power magazine when I was a kid. I like, dig it. Like it looks like it could be like the cover of like. That's what a lot of this is yeah. bringing up as my. The artwork back then was really cool. I mean, it's never stopped. The artwork's always been cool, but I just that this is original stuff. Like you know, where all the stuff came from. Good old Zelda and Mario. The great, the great Were stories. Were those the two staples from Nintendo? Yeah. Was, you know, Zelda and Link, was there any others that were basically, you know, Nintendo staples? Kirby. Metroid? Metroid, Metroid. Kirby, Star Fox. Metro yep, Kirby. Metroid was another one. Star Fox is another Star one. Star Fox. You yes. know? Um, yep. huge, I love Star Fox. Actually, yep. I'm actually kind of excited for the Star Fox movie. I was actually going to do a Star Fox render, <gasps> and I didn't, I didn't get to it. Mm -hmm. Like, I just didn't, I didn't get to the render. I felt like I got to some of the ones I had. I was like, okay, I'm happy with these. And I thought about doing Star Fox. I just I just didn't do it. I totally forgot about Star Fox. It was for Super Nintendo originally, and then it probably I, went to other ones. Yeah. But it was really for Super NES, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. The, Nintendo, the left. <sighs> well, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for coming to episode 34 of The Artificial Mind. <clears throat> where all your dreams could come true in images <clears throat> next episode we're doing dun, 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 dun. we're doing the simpsons next week so if you got any submissions no! send them in if you have any ideas let us know if you think we shouldn't do that let us know uh but we're i'm <laughs> i'm a, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a i'm a huge simpsons fan i know a lot of people are too and i couldn't be more excited to do that next week um this Nintendo episode was special. You know, brought back a lot of nostalgia, a lot of things, and plus a lot of great ideas that mm -hmm. I would love to see for Nintendo to do. I would love to see that Battle Royale. You know, I would love to see uh, an updated Paperboy. Awesome. Um, and, and like the other games that you mentioned, like the, the Maniac Mansion. I, I'm not familiar with Maniac that would Mansion. Be cool. You know, I would like to see Maniac Mansion. Think of it as like a clue, like a clue yeah. game. Yeah, it's mystery. You know? And you know, and and why not Netflix? Why not make a 
a double dragon show or movie. I mean, why not? Please. Just make update. It, it doesn't have to be dull for you know, those guys are old. We need some new. Blood. It could be cheesy. It could be cheesy. If it's them to make it as cheesy as possible, it, it would work. Be. It should be. It was from the '80s to make it cheesy still. We could use a Absolutely. couple of those movies these days. So, guys, make sure you catch us. We next need some week. cheese on our pizza, okay? That's true. And don't and don't don't trust Dave Portnoy for for your review either. I'm I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Okay. I'm just saying. The guy has no respect. Okay. He's got only personal preference on pizza. But we'll talk about that another day. Uh, thank you so much, everybody, and have a great day.